Man, I seen my cousin's vagina before. <laughs> yeah, I did. You said yeah. You said mm-hmm. What the? Mm-hmm. No, I saw it in a natural way, in a normal way. My cousin was pregnant. She went into labor, and she's like, "Hey, I need you to take me to the hospital right now." And I was like, "Okie dokie," but let me smoke this OG Kush real quick. You know, I'm not a woman. I don't know about labor, but I know it's gonna be a long day. <laughs> I was like, let me get my mind right. So I get high real quick, and I rush her to the hospital, and now it's me, my cousin, and the doctor. And then he asks me, he says, do you want to see a baby being brought into the world? And I'm high as fuck, you know? I was like, hell yeah, dude. That's like National Geographic in real life. You know, she's got her legs in the stirrups, the clampy things. And I'm just staring at it, and staring at it, and, and staring at it, and nothing is happening. <laughs> But then, so I look at the doctor, and I'm like, hey. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It was too soon. Yeah. I stared at my cousin's vagina for no reason at all, bro. It was, I know it was like two minutes, but I'm high as hell. That felt like two years to me. So like 20 minutes go by, and the doc says, the baby's crowning now. Come back and give it a look. And I was like, I don't know, bro. Fool me once. Shame on you, dude. Fool me twice. That's my cousin's pussy, bro. Tent pirates, plant parents, conscious consumers, and the morbidly curious, welcome to Cultivation Conversation, a podcast for growers by growers. Come chat with our hosts, Captain Autoflower, the real green monster, and myself, Girl Go Grow. Grab a bouquet of your favorite flowers, apparatus of choice, and don't forget the fire while I tell you about the special companies that help keep this ship afloat. We are busy people and we demand the best for our plants. So all three of us automate our grows with Autopots. Available in over 63 countries, gravity-powered Autopot systems rely on no pumps, no timers, and no power to operate. This plant-driven automated watering is so precise, it will reduce consumption of feed while increasing yield. An effective and efficient way to delegate a little responsibility. Let your plants feed themselves. Use code CC10 at autopot-usa.com. If quality is the name of your game, look no further than AC Infinity. AC Infinity's grow tents, lights, accessories, and ventilation systems offer reliability and affordability along with total environmental control. Use code CULTIVATION on acinfinity.com to save even more. Frass Valley produces the highest quality superworm frass. Naturally strengthen your plants and enhance their resistance to pests and disease. Use code CC10 at FrassValley.com. We are big fans of Mass Hydroponics. Whether you're a local in Massachusetts or accessing their full online catalog, they are your one-stop shop for all of your growing needs. Use code CC10 at Mass-Hydro.com. 
What is going on, everybody out there in podcast land? How are you? What's up, bitches? Hello, my darlings. Welcome, welcome. Gather round the campfire, children, for we have stories to tell you about cannabis growing. <laughs> An absolutely fuck all to give away. So if you're here for any sort of a promotion or a free tent or a complete grow kit, go watch another fucking show. I don't know what else to tell you. That's how we do it here, guys. Welcome. Very I'm getting loose. Context. I'm getting loose tonight. I'm already like I'm already this far along on one, and I'm going to be calling up for another soon. Uh, several bongs to the face, and just yeah, feeling feeling the flow, guys. So yeah, feeling frisky. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, what's in the glass? Oh, uh, it's it's like a another IPA. You know, like my IPAs. It's got like New Zealand hops. Um, they're very white winey, like, yeah, not, not so juicy, like more dry, but very, really good. Um, so yeah, I'm pairing that with, uh, something that I'm not usually don't smoke during showtime, that neurotoxin. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, uh. The purple pheno too, which eh, you know my feelings about purple weed in general, right? Not my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. But I would, you know, if someone handed me this, I would not I would not bash it in any way. Like it's it's very good. Just like compared to the green shit, even the green pheno of the same strain, it's it's not quite as good. Personal opinion. So the purple is better than the green in that case. Well, I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so. The, but I'm not. The, the purple. Never mind. Like I wouldn't kick it out of bed. You know what I mean? It's not like I mean, it's would not you gonna. Do anything. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Short preference. Like... At this point, yes, I I do have standards. G three, my God. I don't I know. I... I mean, they're on the floor with your vomit baby diaper turtle <laughs> so no this is this is a nice like i don't know if you can see it because it's yeah. getting light bleached but it's very purple and, and very hairy it's a it's a really hairy one and uh yeah see what uh we'll see what the smoke's like it's it's a it's earthy like a lot of purple ones i get those i mean I say earthy and I mean earthy, like we've said it before. Like I, I do, I do mean dirt, in in the best possible way. It's just not like dirt's not my preferred turp pr profile. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. I it pairs well with certain things, you know. Um, you know, I don't mind it. There's certain strains I smoke that they kind of a little bit like that, like the anaphylaxis has a uh, very dark kind of. You get that earthy, um, you know, vibe from it. Earthy terps. <clears throat> but yeah, no, this this one's a, a little dangerous. I'm gonna try not to overindulge. It's probably very indica, <clears throat> and it, you probably it turns already my... overindulged. Who are we kidding? <laughs> 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, by any normal standards, at least. But um, what do you guys got tonight? G3? Um, yeah. Well, right before the show, I tried some, like, three days into Cure, Alibrihe Genetics, Purple Pantaranya. She is talking about Ooh. purples. Ooh, look at this girl. Right somewhere here. I don't know if you can see how purple she is. Oh, she's dried and ready. Uh, oh, yeah. I can yeah, be it's like coming one the, through. One of the people. Hey, can you see? It's purple. It's very purple. <laughs> you got to put a black background behind it, like we've yeah. learned on a couple so episodes. She's super purple. She was really grapey in the grow. Like, you got a nose full of grape and then floral on the back end. And that grape is almost completely gone, starting in mm. It's very interesting. But she's very, like, hibiscus and jasmine. And um, when I try her, she's, like, she gives my mouth, like, a tingly feeling to it. Oh, yeah, like a, like a Szechuan peppercorn? Kind of, like, like, almost like menthol. Okay. Hmm. It's interesting. Like, tingly. 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 She's tingly. Um, but I don't think she's a show strain. <laughs> Those purple yeah. ones will... I mean, I'm not going to... She kind of sneaks up on you. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Okay. And then a second later, I was like, whoa, I'm fucked yeah. up. <laughs> and and so, for sure. Not a show strain. Purple weed tends to be, uh, effect-wise, quite potent. I mean, yeah. at least for me, you know, maybe there's such just something like different anthocyanins, maybe, M maybe that has some sort of effect on the high. I, I don't know. For all you laymen out there, anthocyanins are what turns the weed purple. It's like the same stuff as in like blackberries, uh, mm -hmm. okay. any, any purple food, really. The chemistry of color. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like, it, it's a weird thing. You know, we've kind of said it before. I think it's more a novelty, but I, I am very much she looking forward to Turk, to trying your purple pentarania. Yeah, so. I can't wait. Sounds, yep. sounds dirty. <laughs> dirty. <laughs> sounds like a dirty she word. Dirty. Yeah. I have funky magnifier for the rest of the show though, because she, that, that purple roar scooter, she's just untrustworthy as of yet maybe she's, she'll calm okay. down a little bit and cure but we'll see what about you monster what about you monster i just put down a can in a pure michigan Ooh, yeah, those delicious meat right meat terps mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. can yeah. hear it in your voice man it, you sound nice oh, and relaxed. Dude, it's like wicked medicated right now feeling good oh yeah yeah, that's one I gotta do, man. Just straight up pure Michigan. It's uh I also gotta do that slurricane you've spoken so highly of and Yeah, you'll two, like uh, it. Two that are I mean, on my no, bucket list. No complaints. Don't you have like a cross of slurricane? I yeah. do. I do, man. It's uh the Diesel Frost, it's called. A cross between Slurricane Number 7 and New York City Diesel from uh, Exclusive Genetics. And, and man, that one's looking killer. Uh, it has a, a very noticeable, like a much more distinct um, bud shape. And, like, the hairs 
are like way thicker on that one than on all the others. I don't know if, you know, it's got to be something in the Slurricane cross, you know, it's bringing in yeah. some kind of just, you know, fun, fun to observe these things when you grow a lot of like sour diesel and some variations on that, on that theme. It's like, they're all similar, but slightly different. Yeah. I um, mean, usually the the bag appeal on the end product for like a, a lot of these sours isn't great. And that's I think that's why a lot of people stop growing them because like when you trim up the buds and stuff like that, it doesn't look great on IG. Um, it's not going to sell well in a dispensary. Like, um, so you just don't, you don't tend to see any of these like hardcore sours around anymore, which I'm, I'm glad yeah. there's still people out there working with it. You know? They definitely uh, don't have that, like, I don't even know how else to describe it other than the cookies bud structure, which is that, like, like super plump calyxes that, like, just kind of, it looks beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's a desirable trait for sure. Like, and adds a nice, like, density to the nuggets, too. But, like, I don't know. It's not all that's not what it's all about. But you're right. I mean the thing with the sours, man, is you can you can tell like there's no mistaking them. Um and they they all have a very unique look compared to a lot of other stuff I've grown. And I can only like it's it's the the thumb leaves. You know what I mean by that? Like those little the leaves that like stick out of the buds themselves, they're like super long and they have a lot of them. So it's like not an easy trim. Um, no. But yeah, it's fuck, man. You can beat the shit out of them in that bag of yours. <laughs> yeah, I, I might. I might. I might have to do that. Use the bim trag. <laughs> use, use that bim trag on them. So now that you've grown this whole tent of sours, do you feel like it made you appreciate each of them and the sour category as a whole more? Would you do that again with a different category of weed? Oh, or yeah. Are you just like, or are you like, oh my God, I'm going to be so, sick of sours? No, not at all. Not at all. I'm actually, like I said, I'm, I'm finding that there's way more variance in what we call sour. And even in like, I mean, I got, you know, the ones like West Coast Sour from 2020 and the ones, um, you know, an, an East Coast Sour Diesel crossed with um, headband. So it's not pure East Coast Sour Diesel, but like, again, headband is uh, Sour Diesel crossed with, fuck, I think Bubba Kush. No, uh, something. I. If I'm, if it's not Bubba Kush, it's something crossed with e ESCD. So it's like, um, you know, you get a lot of diesel in there. There's way more in there than you might think. It's, I mean, there's so, so much going on in some of these. Um, I'm getting everything from like, <laughs> this is going to sound funny. Cu remember cucumber melon? That like bath and body yeah. works smell yeah. that used to like yeah. <laughs> permeate the hallways of your high school. Yep. Like imagine that with like this background of funk and skunk and like grapefruit 
rinds and like it's it's there's it's so many there's a lot of nuance and and it's it's a, a changing thing every time i go up there and i'm like i smell something else in it it smells but, like a dirty whore <laughs> there is a lot of melon going on and like these funky melony kind of vibes i dig it a lot um the skunk though okay we got to talk about this skunk this local skunk from dominion um our friend duke diamond fuck man it is skunky it really is it's like it's i can't i can't exactly pick out what's going on like oil rags shop grease permanent marker it's gonna change a lot too after you cut it down like the smoke tennis balls yeah dude this is oh my gosh and I think right. So I've I've been using and I've, we've been talking a lot about this um, microbe life, um, microbe life hydro product line, and that Terps Plus. Okay, been Back using the it. Bottle. I cracked the bottle and <laughs> been using it, and it's it is like this. The tent is super super terpy. You know, everyone says it. Everyone's everyone will always say, "Oh, my weed's super terp." Like, no, this shit is. Super, super terpy. So I'm I'm very happy with what's going on, except for the lack of support for my plants, like emotionally, but much more <laughs> so. Some goddamn therapy. Physically, they are they're wigging out on me up there. Like I, I it's on, only we're only like. 50 days into flower about so we still have another like three four weeks left okay um and man they're already flopping they are already doing the lean it's like you might you might think they're junkies because they do that that lean over i don't oh, think man. i don't i don't think so it's all organic you know nothing they unnatural need some help you gotta get those girls some help. So, well, what what have you learned? Have you learned not to do this oh, again? Absolutely, monster! Like I have learned that Flip I will before never. A year has passed. <laughs> okay, couple things. Yeah, number one, don't over veg, especially if you're gonna transplant into uh, the Autopot XXLs, the nine gals. You know, the the plants explode. And before you know it, they're way too big. And then when you do flip, make sure you have a fucking screen in there, like a trellis net. Okay? There, I will never flip to flower again without a support system for my plants in place. Like, they need this shit. Because what, what, if, what if shit goes wrong and they just like fall through the cracks of society and end up just flopped over like mine are right now? Like zombies in Kensington, yeah. Philadelphia, bridge yeah. somewhere. <laughs> and it, it's so hard to put them up like reactively. You got to be proactive with them because trying to weave colas like in through trellis matting is it's not ideal. I've been Dude, there. there's nothing I can do, man. Nothing. Yeah, those you can you know fishing line from the top of the tent, tying around. Yeah, some yo-yos. Hmm. They make those I plant, hate trellis nets. I might try that, that on that some. Nets, all of that. Yeah. And then bamboo sticks, you know, can work too. 
or some of those troublesome branches. So, that was my plan, but like, I found that it was just too much fucking work. It is a lot of work. <laughs> like real talk, real talk. Yeah, real talk is <laughs> a lot of work. Yeah. Real to stake. That's like, why I like the net because you can like you can pretty much trellis net like most personal grows in like ten minutes. You're done. That's what I'm saying. Like the trellis is the way to go, especially one. Okay, that you can get them with the like hooks and they'll attach to the tent pole corners and stretch it out across the whole canopy. Now, yeah, and then if you start training early enough too, you're spreading out that plant wide open, so you're you're gonna increase your yield too. You know? Oh, for sure. I I, I love it. (laughs) Now, in my situation. I would not have used the trellis to spread them out at all um, because they're, I got seven fucking plants in my tent. Like I, I kind of wanted them to grow up as like almost as narrow as possible and yeah, only yeah. use the trellis as like a support system, not, not to spread them out. Like that's, uh, you know, different kind of theory behind the practice. Not I mean, so, man, no, I'm I'm literally using branches to support other branches at this point. And oh it's, goodness! Yeah, we're we're way past the point of no return. And um, like the I said, G three is is you can literally like tie string from like one end of the tent to the other, and like not necessarily have like a trellis net, but you can have like string running up and down that the branches can kind of lean on. Um, you can also, like, like I said, hang yeah. it from the top and tie off the branches. There's, yeah, bunch of I like I here. like the individual like kind of yo-yo ties from the top of the tent. I mean, yeah, I, if you want to, I, I like um, that. Amazon idea. sells the, the their little called plant yo-yos. I think you could buy like a pack of like a hundred for like yeah. I don't know. I want to say like twenty bucks or something. Now then, where, then where do you could... attach it to the top of the tent then? Just right bars. on the pole. Right in the bar. All right. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then a little yo-yo comes down and it connects to yeah. the branch and supports it. Like a fishing hook. Yeah. Yo, I've attached plants to themselves into... before, like yep. garden wire. As long as you, if you attach it to the main, as long as you're balanced on each side, those that balance will just hold each other off that main stem ah like using the plant kind of to counterbalance itself and mm-hmm. just tying it up with specific yeah, try yelling at them telling them to stand it up on a mask. Yeah. <laughs> um i mean what are there any other i mean i really think that's it you either got stakes a trellis net yo-yos or um i mean yeah i think that's it Tomato cages, Chank mentioned below. Oh, okay. Can work. Now yeah, that's yeah. yeah it uh, it could it could. Um, now I think you're gonna have trouble. The the plant's gonna like grow out and kind of bush out beyond the tomato cage. Then I don't know. Tomato cages aren't tall enough for a cannabis plant in most cases. I could be wrong. For an autoflower. Most yeah, true, hours. true, true. Get a big yeah, ass tomato pretty, cage. They're, they're pretty tall. That's, uh, the ones that I've seen anyway. Pretty big ones. Yeah. At least around here, right. we get them. We like them big around here. 
Them maters. We know how to grow them right. Hold on one sec. Hey, uh, wife, could you grab that beer that's in the freezer, please? Back off, Captain. Did you guys hear that? That's right. She's like, fuck you. No, um, yeah, I keep my beer in the freezer just for like 20 minutes before I drink it. I like it super yeah, cold. Yeah, until you get super baked and forget about it and explode right. to the freezer. Yo, that's yeah. happened more than I'd like to admit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, I'm, you know, listen, guys, like that's, I've learned my lesson for fucking sure. And like, I, I don't even like to show what's going on up there because it's, it's so chaotic and it, it makes me like stressed out when I look at it that like, I don't want to interject that kind of tension and just added stress into your lives. Just, you know, I, I would show my plants, but, uh, you know, thank you very much. Extreme um, anxiety. <laughs> yeah, it, it gives me extreme anxiety to show my plants at this point. So, like, without my plants having the support, like, I need the support. <laughs> it gives me emotional instability for them to have physical instability. It's fucking cycle, man. So I'll never do it again. Do you find that using well, a trellis net like blocks off half your grow from you? Well, say it one more time. I'm sorry. So if, if you're using a trellis or scrog net, oh, yeah. it like paralyzes your plants. You got to keep does, them where like, they're at. The center of your plants, the ones closest to the inside of the tent, get the best light and the outsides get the worst. But like you can't see the far ends of those plants. I find that being able to move my plants around, even just rotate them, is such a benefit that the trellis nets just are, it's, they just can't hold a candle to that. To be well, able like to, to, to half see and, and like work an aisle. with all my thing. Yeah. I like to split them in half and have like a row to be able to walk down and get in between. Um, you know, and that way there you're not, you can kind of reach the corners of your tent, generally speaking. That's a great idea. I mean, unfortunately, I don't think there's a way to do that. Like in, I don't it's know. It's tough with a tent, obviously. In a five by five. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how would I do that? You got to, you know, they, I just get like a five by, I mean, literally I, I get a five by five scrognet. Well, I should have on the AC Infinity website using code cultivation. It's like 15 bucks, 20 bucks comes with the, you know, attach it at the corner. Of course, the problem is it's going to bow in on the uh, on the sides of the square. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not going to cover like the full tent. How can we solve this problem? Zip tie. A couple of ways. You can tie a rope going horizontally nice and taut and tie the the middle of the trellis net to that so just wrap a, that. wrap a rope around your tent poles right yeah or bungee then, cord or something like yeah bungee cord really anything perpendicular and I don't really to the, the reusable trout the elastic trellis nets just personally i, I more no it's you know, a one-off it, thing disposable it's just so hard to like get 
off without like damaging your plant i just want to like just cut away the, the trellis i just buy the cheap three or four dollar ones and call it a day like i've never used the trellis net it takes way too Amen. long to to try to like <laughs> weave your plant in and out of the squares while dude simultaneously not fucking it up um so did I, that i i must have mentioned it that i did try to do this I think my, my first harvest using like a netting a trellis to support my plants. Again, I, I've done it before. It worked out well. Why didn't I do it again? I don't fucking know, guys. I don't know. I don't have to tell you. I don't have an excuse here. I'm just telling you where I'm at. So like the, um, yeah, I tried to, I tried to get each branch out from its scrog hole. Okay one by one I got about uh, maybe halfway through and I had to give up like my okay like I've got I got hairy arms right got that Ouch. Italian jeans Italian jeans so like listen the I had to shave my arms that's the only time I've ever had to do that in my life because I could not find a way to get the like the res like the the stickiness from all the the trichomes that my arms were covered in this shit and it was there for days i took shower after shower i used rubbing alcohol i used peanut butter i used fucking ever i just gave up sh shaved my arms i hate to admit that but it happened yeah it's just not worth it it's too much trouble so yeah that's that's why you gotta just yeah it's a scrag that's a one-off product you you use it then you chuck it, right? It's plus it's more sanitary that way. You fuck it and chuck it. Yeah. I mean, can you <laughs> imagine if there's something... I thought that was less sanitary, fucking and chucking. Well, well it depends on what you're fucking and chucking. All the nasty stuff that can be in the end of a grow. How do, you, how do you mean it's more sanitary? Because you're not reusing it. Yeah, true. Yeah. True. There's no I, way I to. Came in, I I came into a grow um, on the uh, in somebody's grow and they had the the reusable elastic trellis net and I just like went to go move it and then when it snapped back like dust was flying out of it. I'm like, dude, how long have you been using this? He's like, I don't know, like a year, over a little over a year. And I'm like, yeah, no, nope. That's like holding mold spores and PM and just no. All right. So we got some of our engineers in the chat. Mission in the green says PVC pipe, 3D printed corner brackets. That's oh, great for negative pressure, too. There so you go. Especially boom, for boom. bigger tents. Give yourself more support. Great for negative pressure. You can buy Attach those. To them. Yep. They're like. 3D printed products. I got one. Oh, shit. I don't know where mine is. It's upstairs. I don't want to call for the wife again. That's just that's just annoying. I'll show you on the next show. So the thing is, you can get... Like, it attaches to the vertical tent pole, and then you can place a PVC pipe, like, and lay that on top in place of, like, the rope that Monster mentioned... Yeah, I mean, uh, so, you don't so even you need the brackets for that. If you just drill holes in the end of the PVC pipe, you could just zip tie it to the yeah boom um, holes. If you ha if you I'm have like that, buying extra shit. Yeah, 
But in that case, you're, you are kind of making a, a scrog system that you are going to have to, uh, that you're setting up to reuse, right? I mean, well, just being PVC, you just the sides then. It's far more off. sanitary. You can just wipe it down with alcohol and, you know, it's good. Yeah, but there. the netting, if you're going to, like, cut, if you're going to drill holes in the PVC and then string, no, like, your own like you, net through. No, 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 that's not what I was talking about. Like, oh, I was just right. saying if you drill holes at the end of the pipe, like, uh, I don't really have anything here to show, but, like, say this water bottle was the pipe, right? If you drilled holes on the end, you could zip tie it to the corner poles of your tent. And then you don't need those 3D printed brackets. Yeah. Hmm. So the PVC pipes stay up all the time. They don't come up and go down with your trellis net. They just become a no, so feature of your net. I'll try to get a video. I have, that's yeah, how yeah. I set up my trellis nets, like with a frame in my rooms, because I don't have tent poles. So I build PVC frames that, and then I just zip tie the net to the frame. And then in between grows, okay. I wipe down the PVC pipe, and it's good to go. Cool. But yeah, you can Very build cool. frames that'll hold your trellis net into any shape you want. You could build it. I've seen people build individual ones that go over their pots so they can still move their plants around and have all their plant as trellis. Ooh, I kind of like that idea. Has its own trellis net. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen even, you know, people have like support systems that are built into the pots themselves that like kind of come up in like an umbrella shape and and bloom out and there's all sorts of cool inventions now again in our chat master yoda has a cool idea maybe we could brainstorm on it guys because all right if you make a u-shaped scrog net in your tent right You'll have full access to your plants from the top. When you, you lollipop the plant before you drop the scrog, that makes sense. So if like you, theoretically, are you put that like the the hole of the U facing the door of the tent, so you could like almost walk in to like the center of the plants. I mean, you'd be wasting some some valuable tent real estate. But I think. Uh, because of the issue G3 mentioned, which is that like you're you're locking your plants in place, you know they're they're staying put for the duration of whether it's you know might be their life cycle, right? Depends how early you put the the netting in. You have full access because f shit, I can't get back to my you know the furthest plants in in the back and in the especially the back middle is the hardest part. To get to, well, so if, these I, tents if I just had an extra, say it again. A lot of these tents open up on all sides. You can get to oh, I the know. back side. I know these these newfangled tents with four doors on each side. Listen, I wish I had one. My tent's got a door in the front and two like windows on each side. On each side, okay, but in the back, got nothing. And it's like, um, yeah, just if I, if I really, if I just had that extra like foot or two of that, that hole of the U shape, I could like get in there and access. Yeah, that'd be nice. How could we, how could we make like a shape out of the scrog netting in our tent? 
there any PVC way we could do that? Just build a frame PVC with PVC pipe, man. I know. All things yep. are possible with PVC. If it doesn't work out, you know, just fill the pipe with sand, put some caps on it, and just beat yourself over the head with it. <laughs> yeah, are you, all right. I, I see. You just put a few extra uh, corners on, and like you know, make yeah, you're gonna the, need some corner pieces. A few, few extra yep. angles, a few and smaller pieces. Um, I don't recommend using anything smaller than three quarter to build the frame. Three quarter inch PVC. I like to use the one inch. It's worth the extra couple bucks. It's gonna be more sturdier and, and last longer. Be a little bit more rigid, not quite as wobbly and floppy. Yeah. Because when you start going over long lengths, it gets kind of yeah, just a, squ a square, wobbly. like a, a two-dimensional yeah. square frame out of PVC. Like that's mm. that's all you got. It's if it's a five by five, shit. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna wobble. I like the I like the one inch, but definitely no smaller than three quarter. Uh, cool. Oh yeah, what? Um, and you don't even what, need to glue them in most cases. What do you mean? You just uh. Well, they sell PVC glue that you, you know you, you generally, but you generally don't need it because they kind of press fit in and stay tight enough. Oh yeah, if you get those those three D printed things. Well, I was just saying regular PVC. Oh, the fittings for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's and but even the the three D printed ones, especially too. They, I have those in my tent. It snaps right into place. Boom. So, all right, cool. We we definitely need our, to support our plants, guys. That's the you know, point of the story. Don't let them go. Don't let them go it alone. Um, but yeah, what I wanted to transition a little bit into. Well, we had a question first in the chat. Um, actually, the Discord. I wish there was a way to do a show index, guys, but I can't do that. Um, he was talking about like, all right, what what parts for the auto pot would you buy extra for, Monster? If you if you were to make a an auto box auto pot tackle box for spare mm -hmm. parts, how would you do it? Really, you only need a couple of things. Um, I would have one extra aqua valve itself, just in case something you break something, right? Um, maybe the extra. An extra screw that holds the hose on the end of the valve, maybe like one of those, and then a bunch of the extra rubbers, the small rubbers and the big ones. Yeah, the stoppers. And yeah, and that should be all you really need. You mentioned the uh, T honestly, fittings, right? Yeah, those can be kind of brittle. It wouldn't it wouldn't hurt to have a few of those hanging around because you step on one there. They're toast. Yep, they snap. That's what broke on mine. Now they do make a like, I forget what they call it. It's like a, like the, the hefty version, <laughs> like the, the, the workman's version of the T fittings. I, for, oh, I honestly like forget how they, they framed it. Choice? Yeah, yeah. It was like um, made out of like a thicker, sturdier plastic, oh gosh, or yes, even just like metal. Um, I forget how. That's good to know. I I suggested metal. Um, and actually, um, I, I just, just saw it. It was like pretty myself. new. Yeah, buy yeah, ones, right? cry ones. My For goodness, sure. even if they're just a little like, they can't be that much more expensive. For the four no. ways, if they were metal, I would easily pay ten bucks a piece and be happy with that. 
Yeah, especially because you can sanitize them. I know, them. right? Because I'm washing them anyway. And that, that might have been why mine um, broke down to begin with, is just because I put them through I the fucking dishwasher. I had suggested years ago. Oh, yeah, that heat. Duty ones. Yeah, yeah, it's the that heat will definitely make the them brittle. from the dishwasher. All so right, those so... should probably be the two things. You guys should probably hand wash those. Don't put those in the dishwasher. Where are they? Now, I'm never going to be able to find them again. Now, I'm looking on the Autopot website for these You're hefty such a loser. Things. <laughs> Where are these damn hefty ones, Got our man? hopes all up. It was all a dream. I, I can't... Fr it was all a dream. Hefty Autopot fittings and magazines. <laughs> <laughs> Put a nice oh beat behind goodness. that. That'd be a, that'd be a good track. Quit your day job. Hmm. Well, he looks for those. <laughs> I know. Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. Now you got my mind going. All right. I'm never gonna find it. That's okay. Yeah, but that's really all I would recommend having around. Um, you know, it's. I've been in the position where, like, I've not been able to set things up because it's like tear down clean up thing and you like lose one run of the rubbers and you literally can't turn the system on because you're missing that one little what 25 cent piece of fucking silicone yeah so don't let that happen to you definitely have some of those on hand um and i like to replace them once a year anyway whether regardless or not they're because they get worn out like they don't they don't have an infinite they do. Span, span you know the I valves think themselves will last pretty much forever if you clean it in the dishwasher, make sure you pull them out before you put them in. Otherwise, yeah, and careful you'll, with you'll the dishwasher too. I've melt, melted a, a few of the aqua valves in, in certain dishwashers. Really? Yeah. yeah. Top yeah. shelf only. If they, if they get hot enough, um, I would probably say turn off like the sanitize feature because that's where it gets like really hot. Um, but yeah. That's all you really need. Mostly the rubbers. Definitely have extra. Always keep rubbers on hand, probably. Always carry them. Um, but yeah, not in your definitely. wallet because that'll that'll make them like yeah. make them go bad. You, you don't want to keep these ones in your wallet either. <laughs> uh, so that's um, shit, man. I fuck. I wish I could find these. Now, I, did I have a dream? Is this a product that like needs to be made? That like I had a, a vision about. Fuck. Someone find them. Send them. You're the Autopot prophet. <laughs> That's pretty funny. You're calling me. Like, I had a vision. The, the shrine. The shrine of the aqua valve. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, all right. A little more of a transition, guys. We mentioned on a prior show, we wanted to talk about some strains or maybe just things we've smoked on in our lives that we didn't like. I think it's time to go there. What didn't we like and why? And yeah. I don't want to start. I'm going to pass. Comes, comes, comes to mind <laughs> to me is that shit you grew um, oh, dude, fuck yeah! You're stealing, you're stealing my answer, amigo. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just playing. No, I can think of other shit I no, didn't like. No, that's literally but... like some of the 
some of the worst shit I've ever oh seen. Oh my god! And like, dude, it was, see, it's funny. Like, people have passed me hay before, and it's like, most of the time, this is hay because you're a sucky grower or you can't dry. And I knew that wasn't the case in in this scenario, right? And dude, that stuff was fucking terrible. Yeah, it was not not good. It was like yeah. Uh, but yeah. Gen- generally speaking, for me, it's like the usually it's um like the some of the, like the candy strains like cook like heavy cookies and like i don't it's not my favorite cup of tea you know it's not what i'll generally reach for if i have the option you're just talking like you know terps effects yeah yeah know? but like yeah. one strain off the off the top of my head doesn't really it doesn't come to mind except for that shit that Oh my god! So yeah, that was called Damascus, and um, it was not a good one. I probably had an outlier. You know, it was it was one from fucking um, Gnome Automatics. I mentioned that people have spoke highly of it. Back when they were Mandalorian, right? Uh, yeah, Yeah, I think so. Changed their name. Go back and listen to the episode called "Defoliation Discussion" if you want to hear like the live reacts to it. It was pretty funny, but like, uh, like yeah, it got it was just effects from everything from bud structure to turp profile to the effects that it gave you. Just to like the way it felt and every everything about it like was was wrong, gave yeah. you bad vibes. You just wanted to like get far away from it, um, and I ended up giving it away. So someone I didn't like at all. That person was probably like, this stuff sucks. I bet you they, I bet you they gave, <laughs> gave it away, and then they gave it away, <laughs> and then eventually like it's passed hands like fifteen times. It's the um, gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's still still circulating around somewhere. Someone's just like, well, because here, like, take it, this. like we're in a different time, man. If this was twenty years ago, that shit wouldn't have made it a day. You gave it away to somebody, right? That's the thing. I've smoked way worse in, in the day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that stuff wasn't entertaining. But like if you were would have told me that that was like the fake weed you order out of the back of a high times magazine, I would have just been like, Oh yeah, definitely. Like, I didn't even think that was cannabis. That shit was terrible. True. I love my, some cheesy. Terps. My allure says he's not a fan of the cheese terps. And you know what? I have to I have to agree. I think I have to agree. Like no, I, I, I like I cheese terps a lot. Me too. How, how are we gonna even describe cheesy? Like. Because it's it's funky, it's earthy, plus like I don't know how to describe like it. Almost like almost. like a moist quality, like a yeah. a humid, uh, like a dampness to the funk. <laughs> there's there's some damp with the funk, man. Oh. No, I almost get like um I don't want to say skunky, but like um I don't know. I just think of like it just. It's kind of in its own class, cheesy. Like I just think a, like there was one. Um, I had somebody handed me a while back uh, some Velveeta breath. It was called, and the stuff was fucking awesome. Like I, I kind of liked it, you know. Cheese um, and and meat terps. That sounds delicious. Fucking a charcuterie. A just call that one charcuterie board. 
Delicious. We gotta ban that word. Marsh That's another trigger word for me. What are you gonna call? What are you gonna call it? It's a fucking snack board, like with fucking meat and cheese on it. Why are we gonna make up a fancy fucking word? Charcuterie. That's what it is. Because I, I want to feel fancy when I eat my 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 my, my handheld like uh, meat yeah, and cheese not. cracker well, sandwiches. If they didn't have, I wanna, that yeah, I want to feel fancy when I eat my lunchables. It, dude, that's all it is. You're eating lunchables. <laughs> if if they didn't have that stupid fucking fancy name. It wouldn't be like all the rage right now. Like everybody's like, look at my charcuterie, and now we're like, I hear it like abbreviated, like my shoot board, like my, what? my charcut board. Like, dude, fuck oh, off, oh, stick it up God. your ass. It's a fucking oh, like, it's a like a odor board with like fucking, you know, it's we don't need to make up a word for this like charcuterie. It's not nonsense. made up. It's right. French. Someone yeah, just needs to do the, the uh, yeah, it's adult. Uh, the adult lunchable uh, appetizer, right? Just like we'll be re- we'll be real about it. We're gonna have a restaurant that just keeps it real. We got the adult lunchable. We're gonna meat and cheese spread with like a little uh, just one little li- little Debbie brownie. With uh, and why does it have to be on a fucking cutting board? <laughs> What's the fucking cutting what? the cheese? Because <laughs> the meat and cheese was cut for you, so you need to know cut. that, like, you know, it's already it, cut. Not well, always. No, it's like I don't it's know. It's not always. Yeah, and then if you want to feel fancy, know, throw some grapes on there. Go fuck yourself. Oh, that's Dude. pretentious. Oh God, some like some, one of my favorite things to do. For some you. little pickles too. You know, those little pickles. Yeah, and some, I'm offending mustard. Man, see, I like. I, dude, I'll get down with cheese and crackers, but. I don't yeah, need to feel fancy I, about I, it. I'm, ta- You're, I'm I not agree talking with you. bad about like the art of having some cheese and crackers and maybe throw some fruit in there, but I just don't like the word charcuterie. Like, it's, dude, don't <laughs> fuck yourself. Do you not like when people say limousine or chandelier nope, that, that, or... That, that doesn't bother me at all. How about valet or... No, uh, doesn't bother me. The resistance. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do get a lot of words from French, but they uh, some to just. I hear you, man. I hear you. Like it used to be called like cheese and crackers, and that's all people <laughs> would refer to it as. And over the last like, I don't know, I want to say five to six, maybe seven years, we're starting to hear that word charcuterie board. I can pretty I've been much literally at, calling the charcuterie board my whole if you, life. No, if you asked like 20 years ago, like 10 people, 20 people, I guarantee you they wouldn't even know what the we're fuck just, it is. Now everybody We're just knows. becoming more cultured, my friend. Oh, yeah. Now, you, you will say, you will say charcuterie. charcuterie board or you Spell will be... It. Fuck if I know. It's like C H. A R C. Go fuck yourself. U with a accent grave. T E R I E. I don't know. Yeah. Am I right? Any Probably word not. that has to have that stupid fucking thing above the fucking E or your vowel, I don't like that either. It's French, yeah. Monsieur. Yeah. <laughs> go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's like it makes me think of that. All right, what was that French skunk? cartoon that Pepe I used to watch. Pepe, oh my Pepe, god, Pepe you remember Pepe, Pepe Le Pew? Him. Now, look, oh he French was rather lot, like, rather rapey, though. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, stuff. a little bit. Like, listen, I'm, I'm a big fan of a good, like, French baguette, you know? 
Um, but like, you know, look, the French pastries, a lot of French food. But uh, yeah, some of this pretentious bullshit that we choose to use um, to make up a snack games. board. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm I, I'm, I I'm alone you, on this hill. Get off my lawn. He's he's he's, <laughs> di- he's dying on this hill, my friends. But no, that's it's it's all good. It's all good. I I um I don't even know what we were talking about weed wise, man. Let's get back Strains into that. We just shit like. we didn't like. All right, all right, yeah. all right. Someone mentioned cheese. That's how we went off on this tangent. Yeah. <laughs> Look how that happens, man. Oh, it's all good. Demented. I am too, man. This neurotoxin is, I'm feeling it. Um, so I think like there's two, we could break it down into two categories, you know, like there's stuff I don't like as a grower. There's stuff I don't like as a smoker. Mm-hmm. We can combine those cause I am one person after all, like, and I am going to smoke the weed that I grow. So like ultimately, but yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to, categorize you know what you don't like about certain strains maybe it's just like how it grew and then like stuff you didn't like about how it smoked or maybe the effects yeah. or maybe well, I mean, the way as a grower, i don't i don't like like these heavy sensitive hay strains i think they're a pain in the ass to grow they're usually pretty finicky and they're long and lanky little temperamental um and they I'll take you that damn long and you know what I'm actually not so much a fan of is haze terps. Yeah. They have their place. Do they? Yeah, I think they do. There's They're a time a little, and a place for them, but it's not little, all the time. Like, I don't know how to do, like cardboardy. Hmm. I don't know. Mm. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Kind of in their own class. I don't even know how to, to classify them. Like compare it to something else. Crazy. They're very subdued, put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all right. So like bud structure, you know, a big thing for for growers, for for breeders in particular. Now, if you're a breeder, you're gonna have a whole other, you know, column in your checklist of maybe just certain things that like, you know, if if you see if you don't like this one thing, it's it's a no go. Like, right from the the start, you know what I mean? Like, for me, I can, you know, I I work with what I get for the most part. It's all, like, it's all part of the spectrum of enjoying whatever comes out of your garden, ultimately, except for that fucking Damascus. Fuck that. (laughs) But, like, yeah, guys, there's just, there's so much, you know? You, You just have to learn to appreciate all the little, the nooks and crannies. Mm, yeah, some of them. There are some strains that just suck to grow. At least for me, there are some that I just don't get along with. Like two I absolutely hated: Mephisto Genetics, Hubba Bubba Hayes, and Walter White. I hated both of them. I hated growing them. I hated working with them. I hated smoking them afterwards. They just—they were just not my strain at all. Why is that? Hubba Bubba Haze was just super finicky, so lanky, not like beautiful ballerina arms. Like, Sounds like a typical Haze. Like waif. She was just, ugh. She was really temperamental about temperature. Mm. She gave me these tiny, tiny little buds that were like, okay, but not, not a ton of frost, nothing really impressive. 
it just kind of made my brain zoink out a little bit. Like, I don't know. I think you got a crappy vino because I, I grew that plant and it was a monster. Um, yeah, I mean, other Wolf. people have grown Wolf. it and loved it. Yeah. You know, Walter White, same thing. Other people have grown it and loved it. That's why they brought it back as a BX1. Mm. I grew the original twice. I grew the BX1. I hated all of them. Hated them. I just hmm. thought they were, they complained about everything. I had tents full of beautiful, happy flowers, and they were the only ones having a temper tantrum. And they just, I don't know, they're just kind of boring. They're kind of just mm. lemon. 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 Nothing but lemon. <laughs> so a lot of people love them and i've heard that they press great and whatever i just haven't had luck with that particular thing so they're just not my thing everybody we has agree their to disagree you know yeah so it's, and it's all go do their thing again, over there and i'll do my thing over here this is all subjective opinion of course of course of course i'm sure a lot of people growers, are really like walter you know, white's the best thing i've ever grown yeah, that's I awesome know. for you i'm thrilled for you leave, genetics yeah. are crazy grower <laughs> skills are crazy you know whatever for sure maybe you know you just again maybe you just got a bad pheno or maybe like that just particular strain doesn't do its thing very well in your tent in environment. my environment exactly it could very well be that too yeah because i, just, I love you know. both of those trains personally especially mm -hmm. walter white yeah and a lot of people do and that's why it just i was really excited to grow them each time and mm. i just was disappointed over and over with both of them mm. now yeah there it is funny you mentioned that like you know i know too as an autoflower grower Right. When I get a bad plant, I know like it might just be a bad pheno. That doesn't mean to write off the whole strain entirely. Like unless it's it could Damascus. be <laughs> unless it's the bad and you stole my punchline. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm I'm glad you took it, because it's like it's so obvious, man, but fucking A. Like the the point is you could grow the plant again and it might respond differently next time. It might be a way different phenotype and you might like love it so yeah, you know, know. Sure. always try it again there are too yeah. many strains in the world that it's true offer other possibilities to risk the fact that maybe it is that she just doesn't do well in my environment i'm not going to change my environment for that one plant for sure there are too many strains in the world so it would take just... some heavy convincing for me to grow something a second time if not if i didn't like it you're the first time. you're totally right and, th and I think that was kind of where I was going to go with what I was saying. Um, ultimately, is like it's like a first date. The first time you grow the strain, if you don't jive, like if you if it's not if it's not a great or at least a very good first grow with that plant, like I'm not going to grow it again, even though I know like you know, I might have just had a bad night. You know, I might be yeah. a totally like different person or different on a different day. Right. But fuck, I'm I'm only human, and I there's a lot of fish in the sea. I'm gonna move right on to the next fucking person because I don't I don't got time, you know. But like it's the same thing with plants. I'm not gonna grow it again if I had a bad experience the first time. It's just how it is. Straight up. Now, like mm. the one that comes to mind for me, outside of Damascus, is uh, Creme de la Chem from oh, Mephisto. Really? Yeah, and now, not, like, uh, there's a quality about it that I don't like as a grower, 
Okay. And it, it checks like a grower dislike ca column category, which is the only way I can describe it is broccoli. You know what I mean by that? No. Very like thick, close together, uh, hard to bend, um, tight internodal spacing during veg. Um, very, very thick foliage coverage too. And it was like, like very tight, very tight plant. You know what I mean? Think about the way a yeah, that's piece one of that broccoli definitely looks. responds better to training. That's but there was like a, early in veg, there was no no way to do it because the thing was a piece of fucking broccoli. Like, it, but once <laughs> yeah. once it spread hit, hit flower, it did spread out a little bit. And like, I just I don't like that as a grower because I can't manipulate it in any way, shape, or form. Like it just. You do its thing. You have to let it do its thing. I don't like, and I didn't like the phenotype that I got because it it tasted like blood. It was it was the, oh blo the blood phenotype. <laughs> the blood broccoli phenotype. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. And, after you know, an experience like that, you don't want to grow it again. It smelled like blood. It smelled like old scabs in a jar. Didn't like it. So my wife in particular hated that one. And I, I, I remember having it at the time and I was just like, you know, I was, I was like one of the four that I had harvested and it's like all we had. You know, just trying to convince her like, no, no, no. You know, it doesn't taste like blood. <laughs> Tasted like blood. Blood in, blood out. Fucking like iron and like Oh my gosh, that's when you turned it into yeah. edibles or something. I didn't you like it. Press it or edibles or disguise it in brownies yeah yeah but you know and i've grown uh crosses of that one since and i i think it lends um a very like nice bud density to the plant nice color to the color? fade oh absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. it was purple yeah. as fuck the first one i grew that i was like wow fade holy fuck this is amazing for sure if you like a fade that'll right. give it to you purple and yeah. yellow and orange it was beautiful but um yeah just beware the blood pheno Ugh. no thank you <laughs> um and yeah like i don't know there's not much again like i'm a very accepting grower and smoker there's not much that's going to make me say, like, never again. Or, like, mm. say just, no, I, I reject this altogether. But, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I have my preferences. And I think I've narrowed that down. Like, you know, enough about what we don't like. What I do like is what I got in my tent right now. Except for the lack of support, like I mentioned these skunks and these sours are where it's fucking at, guys. I Those highly recommend. Those particular strains too don't do well, not supported. You know, so I can yeah. ma only imagine the hell you're going through. Right what now. was I thinking? I don't know uh, if you were thinking this entire grow. To tell you the truth, this whole grow, you've been super reactionary. <laughs> like the your girls have been running the show. Oh, you you ain't lying. <laughs> 
You are not lying at all, G3. <laughs> it's it's me not, you know, listening to my own advice and having like a plan in place and following through with the plan and all that stuff, man. So, but I've learned a lot of lessons this round, I will say. And if, and again, I pray, I pray to God, oh my God, please let me make it to harvest. <laughs> please. If there's a God up there, if you're listening, please. Yeah, dude, that's a beautiful cat. Is that a Russian blue? Have you ever seen a, it is a Russian blue. She's like so Cheers tiny to that. too. It's like it's a very small cat. I don't know if the camera can. It's picking tiniest, up like tiniest. she. What's coming through on the camera is that blue hue. Why they call the yeah. cats a Russian blue? Beautiful man. Oh, She's sweet. I can hear She's her. Been trying to climb up my leg the whole show. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys. <laughs> Learn from Captain's mistakes. That's all I can tell you. I, I fuck up so you don't have to. <laughs> Dude, listen, we all make mistakes. You know? Like I said, my greenhouse that I put all that time, effort, and energy into, I just ended up throwing it all away. Nothing was salvageable. Yeah, that, that's oh, painful. That's so that is yeah. a painful experience. It is. Um... So out of the last out of the last five years, I've had two successful harvests, and two meh, and one nothing. So you mean overall, yeah. So are your outdoor grows for a purpose other than personal use? No, it's just I like having that outdoor turp smoke profile. You just didn't know, you know? if you had like. Um, other people relying on you, or or anything like that, or it's no, nah, not like for that, that extra shit. I would layer of, outdoor has like, like no value, believe it or not. Really, nobody wants really? outdoor weed. No, nope. Hmm. Indoors, where all the money's at. Why do you think that is? It doesn't look as good. It's leafier. Bag appeal. Different yeah, it's bag, bag appeal. appeal. Yep. Even though, you know, like, if done right, the outdoor stuff will be terpier. You smoke with your eyes before you smoke with your, your lungs. Well, a lot of people say. do. <laughs> that and whatever the THC number says at the dispo. <laughs> Truth. Truth. Um, yeah, I don't know if we have time for it, man. I wanted to talk about that wicking subject G3 was asking about. Mm, maybe save it for another <laughs> episode. Okay. Okay. I think that's smart. That's smart. It's a little little. We have to like look into it before we. we I talk need to about do that. a little. I think it deserves more than like the last five minutes of the show. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a complicated topic. Like, how does soil wick, and what you know, like what what's actually happening when we rely on that mechanism to water our plants? So there's a little mm -hmm. cliffhanger for you folks out there. Future yeah. show time. For those that want to do a little bit more deep dive into it, you're looking for the phrase capillary action. Mm. Damn. That's scientific as fuck, dude. That's almost as bad as someone saying charcuterie board, not gonna lie. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I, mean. I gotcha. 
They got me. I got you, man. So, um, yo, I want to thank, I want to thank everybody in the in in the community, everyone listening, everyone in the Discord, all our Patreon supporters. Oh yeah, speaking of Patreon supporters, I want to, uh, you guys, want you guys to know that look out for an email in the next couple of days, sending out a little care package to y'all. We appreciate your support. Hell yeah. We love you guys. Yeah. It's been, it's been deserved. Thank you guys for, for sticking with us and for all the love and, you know, just being part of the community. And then I I still will be doing the clone drop I mentioned. Um, Things just kind of got out of hand with me moving unexpectedly. So I have to resupply my uh, mom room. But once that gets up and running, that'll happen as well. So I know you guys have been asking for it. Cool. Yeah, he cuts from the monster himself. Mm-hmm. Be riddled with spider mites. And... Yep. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, That's why I'm doing it. no, not at all, yeah. guys. Not at all. Yeah, I'm gonna kill your garden from the outside. <laughs> I feel like huh. a genetically hybrid version of like some some yeah. type of mite we've we've never real, seen. Real this quick before. though, when you get a cut from anybody, you can just dip that shit and. Whatever you want, IPM, rubbing alcohol, sulfur. But if you take a clone okay. and you dip it a couple of times, you're gonna kill anything that's on it, even mold spores, whatever. Don't be, um, don't, don't treat anybody's clones as if they're sacred, and you're not gonna have anything happen. Amen. Amen. Man, the last thing you need is like. Some Trojan planted <laughs> aphids or spider mites or thrips or ugh, well, gosh, I, you guys don't I am of the belief that even somebody that doesn't necessarily have a problem with like let's just use spider mites as an example. That I might be able to give you spider mites with a clone from me that I don't I don't have an outbreak because I treat so often, but like I gave you a clone that might have an egg or something on it. So I always mm-hmm. tell everybody Treat that plant as if it might be infected. It doesn't matter who the fuck it came from. It's true. Quarantine it. Yeah. Spray it. Don't be stupid, man. You don't want to fuck everything up over a cut. You know? Yeah. Truth. Mm-hmm. Truth. Truth. What about smart. viruses? No, the only thing you can get rid of viruses is, like, tissue culture. Yeah. Unfortunately, so I mean, I you know, I don't, I, 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 it's not even something I'm on the lookout for at this point. You know, I think that's um, like cuttings that have been passed around, um, like professional grows in 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 legal states like out west for a long time, tend to have like, I don't know. That's where I hear the viruses are. I don't know if it's. We're growing from seed. I'm sure, like, viruses can carry over from seed, I know. Like, listen, I'm sure it, it could happen. I'm not going to say it, it's, it will never, ever happen. But as a tent grower, I feel more protected from uh, plant, like, STDs or whatever you want to call them. Like, plant AIDS. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, uh, I'm over here in my corner doing like the missionary position with like 
girls who I think are relatively clean. So I don't think I'm going to have viruses. That's kind of where I, where I stand as like a seed grower. Guys who's... That. <laughs> I know, nah, man. Only a matter of time till it happens. But I feel like as a seed home grower who's growing, you know, like I, different genetic stock sort of thing, I feel a little more protected from that sort of stuff. But I could be wrong. Shit, man. I'm. We'll leave it at that, guys. All right. Think about your plans. Well, it's a good show. We covered a lot of topics. We did. We did. And uh, there's more to cover on a future episode. And um, yeah, love you guys. Amen to that. Till then, you, man. 